A. Tate, and this is Bougie Chick Storytime. Bougie Chick Storytime is brought to you by Fiction Diction Publishing. Do you ever sit and think what got you to this point in life? Do you ever wonder what small, insignificant action got you here? Did you maybe walk on the right side of the road when you should have walked on the left? Did you maybe go to Walmart when you should have went to Publix? Did you go to the club when you should have stayed home? Did you get some guy's number when you should have never even talked to him? Because I do. I always wonder what got me to this point in my life. And I always think if I could go back and change things, what would I change? And if I did change something, would my life be totally different? Would it be better or would it be worse? If you ever have these kind of thoughts, then this is a story for you. Camilla thought to herself, I got to get out of here. This man is insane. Somebody clean this up, Alejandro yelled as he led Camilla into the house. They walked through the huge wood-carved front doors into the grand foyer, where a glass chandelier hung from the ceiling. The floors were made of Italian marble and the ceiling was made of gold. There is a double staircase leading them to the second floor with marble banisters. From the grand foyer, Camilla could look up and see the four other floors, which all had balconies that looked down to where she stood. As she stood in awe, two rock wilders came running from a room to their right that looked like a living room. Camilla grabbed Alejandro's arm and stepped behind him. It's okay. They don't bite. Come, let them get your scent so they will be familiar with you, he said to her. Camilla reluctantly stepped from behind Alejandro and reached out her hand to pet the dogs. As her hand got close to them, they both began to lick her hand. She scratched one of the dogs behind the ears as it nuzzled up against her leg. That's Chloe, and the other one is Samson, Alejandro said. Let me show you to your room. It's on the third floor, he said. Guys, bring her things up, he told his men. Your room is right next door to mine, he said to Camilla. They began to climb the staircase to the third floor as Holly Hondro held her hand tightly in his like he thought she might run away. The third floor was more extravagant than the first or the second. It had the same beautiful marble floors and glass chandeliers. In addition, a kitchen that was smaller than the one on the first floor but still very large. Camilla led her to these giant wood-carved double doors. He opened up the doors and Camilla saw a king-sized bed with the canopy. As she walked into the room, she saw a spacious walk-in closet with an island. She saw a full bathroom on the other side of the room with an enormous jacuzzi tub and a walk-in shower. As she continued to look around the room, three men bought in her luggage and set it down on the floor. Well, I'll let you get settled. I'll come back and get you for dinner. What do you want to eat, Alejandro said. I'm not hungry, she said. Okay, he said as he walked out of the room and shut the door. Camilla just stood in the center of the room and began to cry. She was so scared and confused. She wondered why Alejandro wanted her to stay here with him. Did he feel guilty for killing her parents, she questioned. He had his drugs, so what did he want her for, she asked herself. Suddenly, there was a knock on her door. Camilla quickly wiped away her tears and opened the door. It was Alejandro standing there with his head down. Yes, she asked.
I forgot something he said. Then Alejandro grabbed the back of her head and pulled her close and kissed her. Camilla was shocked and disgusted. She couldn't believe he had the nerve to kiss her. She forcefully pushed him off and slapped him. He put his hand up to his cheek and said, Dinner is in 20 minutes on the first floor and I expect you to be there on time. This story was written by A.A. Tate. Let's talk about the characters. Alejandro took Camilla because he sees value in her, because he is in love with her. Just like the value his father saw in Camilla's father because he was his friend. The thing about value is that it is subjective. Alejandro saw no value in Camilla's father. That is why he could not forgive him for what he did and why he ultimately killed him. It is important to be where you are valued. Camilla's father decided to leave the business after his friend died because he felt that the new boss Alejandro did not value him. His feelings of uselessness made him act rashly. He did not think his actions through because he was in a substandard living condition, working for a man who had no use for him or loyalty to him. Being in a relationship or partnership where you are not valued is substandard or unacceptable. When you are in a substandard condition, you tend to have a fight or fight response. The fight or fight response, also called the acute stress response, is a physiological reaction that occurs in response to a perceived harmful event, attack, or threat to survival. When you are not valued, you are in a constant state of stress. You are always in survival mode when you do not know your place in someone's life that has a place in yours. Some people only love you for what you can do for them. If you do not fit into their perfect mold, they have no use for you. You can bend over backwards for people until it breaks you, and when you are broken, they will forget all about you. Just because people do not value you does not mean you should not value yourself. Learn to say no to people. We constantly make space for people to come to us for help when we can't get help from those same people. We are wore out and tired, but no one realizes it or cares. We are drained emotionally and physically trying to meet everyone's needs but ours. In the end, we end up hurt, depressed, or without the things we need. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Sometimes you have to be selfish and take care of yourself before you can take care of others. In a perfect world, everyone would treat each other as they want to be treated. In a perfect world, we would give just as much as we took. But the world is not perfect, and people are selfish. They are more concerned with what they can get out of people and situations than what they can give. I am not saying to not help people, but you have to be careful to not let people use you. There are some people that constantly need help but can never offer it. Those same people often make you feel guilty for not helping them, even if helping them means hurting you. It is often hard for caring people to grasp the concept that some people just do not care. Some people use manipulation to get what they want. They will use your emotions or even things you have told them in confidence against you to make you do what they want you to do. 
We are all selfish to an extent. However, some of us have more than just a normal amount of self-love or importance. Some of us are arrogant and narcissistic. Some people want you to believe that their life is better than yours. They will say they have the better job, house, or boyfriend, and will make all your accomplishments seem meager compared to theirs. Others will only talk about their own problems, making you feel unimportant or unheard. They will always have a more important story or a worse affliction. You do not have to feel guilty for putting yourself first sometimes. If you are only saying yes because of the fear of disappointing someone or backlash, then say no. We should only give our help from a cheerful heart because we want to, not because we feel we have to. Helping others should never be at your own expense. Your worth should not be only connected to what you do, give, or produce. If someone only values what you can do for him or her, and not you as a person, you should reevaluate your relationship. Relationships should give and take equally. No one should feel like his or her needs are not being met. No one should feel like they are being taken advantage of. One-sided relationships are, by my definition, toxic. If you find yourself in a toxic relationship, the best thing you can do is address it immediately. And if things do not change, be strong enough to walk away. This episode was brought to you by PrettyLittleRichGirl.com. Be comfortable, be stylish, be you. Work ethic with no intelligence, I'm gonna put the work in. 
working to be acknowledged by people with no accomplishments. Fishing for compliments, tell me what is your self-confidence? Aren't you sick and tired? Being all you can be for men who'll never be happy with one, so we have to be happy with three. The main chick, the side chick is still all confusing to me. Cause boy, I'm every woman. Tell me what you don't see. What don't you see?